Students, welcome to another episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. I am Brother Wing, and sadly, Brother Lawson is not here again today. He's still um, serving at FSY. I sort of feel like I'm missing a leg without my good buddy, Brother Lawson, but I'm going to hop along uh, here and try to get some good answers. Um, We do have a great question uh, today that's been submitted. The question reads like this. How can I be more decisive in life? So um, I like the question. Um, I don't know if I'm the best guy to answer this. You know, I can barely spell decisive. Uh, Brother Lawson, man, he's a good, decisive dude. So I'm sure he'll have some things to add uh, on this when he comes back. But I'm going to let Elijah give us some help on this. And I'm going to use the Book of Mormon as well. There's a lot of scriptures that can help us. And I I think that maybe that's my first point here is that scripture study really can help us um, to be more decisive. And I'm going to adjust the question just a little bit um, that I assume the writer of this question is saying that they want to be more decisive in a good way, (laughs) you know, and that in righteousness and in their lives and and in doing good things. So I'm going to make that assumption and then let the scriptures help us to be more uh, decisive and clear. So uh, first of all, we're going to look at 1 Kings 18 and check out uh, the story here that is amazing. It's just an amazing story. This is one of those stories that is not boring um, in the scriptures. You're going to have a lot to, to see as you read this story, this challenge that Elijah makes to Ahab, and it's the true and living God, Jehovah, versus um, all of those, uh, the false gods, Baal, and uh, those prophets that followed him. Uh, and so as this initiates, there's been a famine. It's been apparently three years so far. And Elijah and Ahab meet up again. The, the first part of chapter 18 is really cool to kind of tell a story about Obadiah um, and how they meet up. But when they meet up, Ahab makes this statement. He says, to Elijah, art thou he that troubleth Israel? Now that's an interesting question. That says a lot about Ahab, and this maybe starts to answer our question about decisiveness. Ahab was not a decisive guy. He was very wishy-washy and weak, and he maybe seemed pretty decisive in doing bad things, um, but he he honestly was kind of going back and forth and would call upon prophets, and here he is blaming Elijah And supposedly Elijah has no power with a God who has no power. And yet he's been searching for Elijah for a long time and has sent people all over the place trying to find Elijah. So does Elijah have power or not? Make up your mind, Ahab. Um, Anyway, and then here he is blaming Elijah for the trouble. Elijah is not having it. Verse 18, he says, "I I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Baalim, uh, the false gods. And so uh, Elijah is very clear in his explanation of what's actually causing the problem. And so here might be one example for us to answer our question. Um, Be clear about what's right and wrong. Uh, Be clear about truth and error. And uh, the best place to go to, to be discerning in that and, and helpful with our actions and what's causing certain issues in our lives 
is to go to the scriptures and let the Holy Ghost and the words of prophets guide us there. Ahab was not doing that, and that's why he's so wishy-washy and confused. Um, Elijah is doing that, and he can be very clear um, and direct in understanding what's really going on and what to do about it. Um, another thing that we would, I'll step back here for a second to what we talked about on Monday is uh, Elijah and the widow woman who was with him, they, they acted on what the Lord said. That phrase went and did is repeated there in first Kings 17. And so I would also say that decisiveness in a good way uh, can, can be built through practice and that we can just try things out and act on it. Take some intentional action. Uh, so another thing we talked about last time, even if it's a small way um, to take some action, but do something in the right direction uh, to act on what you're hearing, whether it's in general conference or as you study the scriptures or follow promptings of the Holy Ghost, but do something. Do a, a deliberate, intentional, righteous action um, to move in that direction and, and by con by consistently putting a string of these things together, we're going to develop decisiveness. Um, okay. Um, as we go on in this story in first Kings 18, uh, Elijah initiates this, uh, contest, you know, to kind of show, uh, if Baal or Jehovah has power. And he says this statement to the people there at Mount Carmel, Elijah said in verse 21, how long halt ye between two opinions? That's an interesting question. It's also interesting to note that in the NRSV, it renders that translation. How long will you go limping with two different opinions? Um, it was debilitating to have two voices that they were listening to or to try to serve two masters, uh, which cannot happen. Um, there was a conflict uh, within the nation because they were trying to serve Baal and serve Jehovah. And Elijah says, enough with this. Um, let's put an end to this. How long will you halt or limp, limp along um, trying to serve two masters? This is something that's, that could be inspiring to us as we uh, analyze our lives, think about what we're doing, um, and, and uh, commit to what's good and truthful and edifying. You know, in Doctrine and Covenants section 50, it talks about that that which doth not edify is not of God and is darkness. Um, it's a really clear test to us uh, when, we, when we're watching shows or listening to media or considering viewpoints. Um, if it draws us closer to God, edifies us, makes us want to be better, uh, that's of God. If it doesn't do that, that's a pretty clear indication that we're on the wrong track and we can decisively eliminate that uh, from our lives. In fact, section 50 says that we learn these principles so that we can chase darkness uh, from among us. So that's, that's a pretty cool idea uh, to chase that darkness and receive light uh, and continue in that light. You know, James 1 verse 8 says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This is Again, uh, teaching this principle that we don't want to uh, limp along uh, with trying to adopt two different viewpoints, one of darkness and one of light, or one of false gods and one of the true God. 
but to uh, free ourselves up uh, by committing to truth and, and acting uh, on that truth. Um, I'm not going to go over this whole story in first Kings 18. Uh, I'll let you read it, man. It's just, it's just such a great story. And you can see the, the ways that Elijah is very confident about the power of the Lord. And even to the point where he, maybe we could say talks a little smack to the, um, to the false uh, prophets there of Baal. And um, then within a dramatic display of the Lord's power, uh, fire comes from heaven and convinces the people um, in this setting that the Lord, he is God, uh, the people say in verse 39. Now, what happens after that, you can, you can imagine like, what, well, what would happen then? That there's been this obvious dramatic display of the Lord's power. The people know it, that Jehovah has power and Baal does not. And um, uh, the prophets of Baal are, are uh, taken care of um, in this story. And yet, does it convince Ahab? Does it convince Jeze- Jezebel, his, Ahab's wife? Um, are the people largely convinced even, um, that's where we get into chapter 19 and, uh, Jezebel wants to kill Elijah. He runs for his life, hides in a cave. Um, this is a very difficult situation. In fact, Elijah even himself requests death, uh, telling the Lord that it's enough, you know, and he maybe feels like he's done everything he has, he can do. And he's, his life is complete uh, at this point and uh, not much else can happen. He also even says that I alone am left and they seek my life to take it away. This actually is not true. And perhaps uh, Elijah is feeling alone, um, but is exaggerating his, the difficulty of his situation Um, and, or the, options and ability that he has. He maybe thinks it's over, but it's not. There's more for him to do. And uh, he's not alone. There are thousands of believers uh, out there. In fact, pretty soon we're going to be introduced to Elisha, and he's going to be a great friend to Elijah. So um, I guess here's another point about being more decisive is to not exaggerate the negative uh, and not get hyped up um, in uh, a current difficulty but to acknowledge the good, acknowledge the positive, acknowledge the support uh, that's around us and focus more on what we can do uh, than what we can't do. Uh, Elijah is slowly able to come around to the Lord's viewpoint. um, And one of the ways that the Lord helps him is by uh, standing before him. And he kind of is a really interesting verse in verse 11, where he talks about the wind and an earthquake and fire and dramatic displays. And yet it says that the Lord was not in them, but after the fire, a still small voice. And that maybe the point here is that what, what has more power? Um, apparently the, uh, the power to comfort Elijah and to convert the people, neither of that was in dramatic displays actually. Um, it was rather convincing to the mind, um, but the converting power and the comforting power that Elijah is seeking now comes by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
And that's what we want. That's what we need, in fact, to be able to be decisive and know truth and commit to it and have the motivation and the, the strength to go forward. We need the Holy Ghost. That communication from God and that power um, of the Holy Ghost, that is far more powerful than contact with heavenly beings or dramatic displays um, like these outward miracles um, or wind, earthquake, fire, uh, whatever. And so seek the spirit and seek that uh, convincing power uh, to our souls uh, that, that only the spirit can, can provide. It is interesting that the Lord, as he talks to Elijah, says this really common phrase when anybody's doubting, and you see it with so many prophets, Moses, Elijah, uh, so many others, when they're doubting their abilities, Gideon as well. Verse 15 of First Kings 19 says, and the Lord said unto him, go. <laughs> and there's just a bunch of other phrases where the Lord says that exact word, go, get moving. And so this goes back to our point about practice. Just get moving, uh, try things, um, and learn new things as we get moving. But obviously, we want to go in the right direction, and that's where the Holy Ghost uh, will help us. Uh, there is so much in the, the scriptures that can provide uh, comfort and strength and support and direction to increase our confidence and our ability to be decisive in making decisions in life, making uh, choices about uh, between two good things, um, but, all, but all, of course, making decisions between right and wrong. Uh, as well. The Lord will help us. He knows our lives. He has a plan for us. We can seek his counsel and we can be aided in all of our questions uh, to be uh, more confident and clear. I hope this has been helpful as we've kind of walked through the scriptures here. Uh, I want to remind you that you can submit a question to us uh, for this podcast, uh, text or email us. We'd be happy to um, consider those and um, discuss them on a future podcast. Thank you for listening today. Have a wonderful day.